people actually don't they don't care if you have something to sell or a sponsor you want them to go check out or whatever what they really want is to know is this thing going to help solve a problem for me Welcome to the Video Entrepreneur Podcast by Uscreen.tv. This is your host, Rob Balasabas, Head of Partnerships here at Uscreen. And this is a podcast that talks about what it takes to build a successful online video business. And every week, we'll take you behind the scenes with top video creators, experts, and entrepreneurs to discuss the world of online video and what it really takes to build a thriving video business. And in this episode today, we have Tim Schmoyer joining me to talk about how he's created a sales strategy that doesn't kill his YouTube channel. And in the three bucket system that he shared, they use this system to grow their audience organically, build strong connections and trust with that audience on YouTube. And here's the tough part that a lot of creators haven't figured out yet is how to then sell their products and services to that audience on YouTube. So without further ado, let's talk to Tim Schmoyer. Awesome, Tim. Glad to have you on the podcast. Welcome. Uh, It's good to reconnect and hang out. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, uh, for those of uh, the folks that are listening or watching that aren't familiar with you, I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't be, but uh, you've been in this game for a while now. Um, we just could you just introduce yourself, who you are, what you and your you know your business does, and um, any you know sort of cool accomplishments, you know, humble brag along the way. Humble brag. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, my name is Tim Schmoyer. And I got started on YouTube in uh, 2006, March 2nd, 2006, my very first video. I was in graduate school halfway across the country from my from my family. And this thing called – I just wanted a way to like introduce my family at the time to this girl I was dating um, when I was in, in school. And YouTube had just started like a few months before. And I was like, oh, I could just put a video of us like uh, on here. <laughs> and so – we started making videos of what today would be called vlogs. Um, back then, that wasn't a word. There's no such thing as vlogging. It was just being awkward in public with a camera. And so we'd make videos going out to eat, going out to the movies, going out to the park, just, you know, us hanging out and put those on, on YouTube. I sent a link to my family back home. And then other people started watching. And I was, you know, a little concerned because this was like days of MySpace. Um, if you remember back in MySpace, like you don't use your real name on the internet. Yep. If you do, people hunt you down and kill you for some reason, you know? <laughs> and so I was like, who is Cat Licker 72 and why do they keep commenting <laughs> on my videos? You know, like, and I was like, well, how are they finding me? Why do they keep coming back? <laughs> you know, why are they watching? And so all, all these questions were going through my head and I was trying to like find the answers to them. And and found out like nobody really knew people were kind of like hey tim good questions if you find out the answer let us know because we're trying to figure that out too so it's just there's no youtube industry or online video industry or anything back then it was just me and two other guys uh who were trying to figure this out and so uh and i think you know one of them mark robertson do you know mark yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 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 so it's mark robertson me and, and another guy so uh, named uh, Kevin Nolte, who isn't currently doing it anymore. He's totally left YouTube, but uh, yeah, it was <laughs> the, the three of us. And um, and so Mark and I started talking. He was running a blog called Real SEO at the time, which doesn't exist anymore. It got bought out. But um, 
Yeah. And so like YouTube started, started growing and, and, and him and I were going back and forth saying on top of this thing. And uh, long story short, skip ahead a little bit. Um, my, my, uh, my girlfriend and I decided we were just going to keep making videos. And so, hmm. uh, we put everything from our, our engagement to our wedding, our honeymoon, first house, first job and kept doing. And before long, we had about a million people a month watching us on YouTube, which wow. back then was unheard of, you know, <laughs> and people yeah. were like, how are you doing this? What's going on in your channel? Like, how? And we're like, I don't really know, but here's what I think is happening. And at the time I was a, a youth and family worker and I just really loved working with teenagers and their families and seeing those li lives change and those relationships growing. And, um, and we were, I was working with about 180 students a week. But on YouTube, we were reaching about a million a month. And I was hearing way more stories of impact and life change coming out of what we were doing on YouTube than I ever saw in 12 years of vocational youth work. So yeah. um, ended up uh, my, my last job, that didn't end very well. And so I ended up going into YouTube full time at that point mm -hmm. and uh, was doing some stuff with Mark on the side and things. But in 2013, I launched video creators as a place to train other people, how they can reach more people and, and change and change their lives with the messages that they're spreading um, uh, on YouTube. And yeah, now we're a, a small agency. We've um, through our clients, we can take responsibility for 18 billion views on YouTube through our through our, our clients and wow. 81 million subscribers. We've done YouTube strategy for Disney. Um, help with the Batman release for Warner Brothers, done eBay, Budweiser, HBO. Um, been featured by all the people you'd want to have feature you, you know, and yeah. it's been like this amazing journey of going from, you know, not making anything as a youth worker. I was making like, uh, what, 14,600 a year, you know, <laughs> to now. And, and working with 180 students now reaching like billions of people are now having touch points every month with a message that could potentially change their lives through the stuff that we're doing on YouTube. And, um, and it pays way better too. So it's been <laughs> an amazing, yeah, sorry to beat that uh, 14,000 a year, <laughs> but it's been an amazing journey. And my wife and I, we live in Cincinnati, Ohio now, mm -hmm. and we somehow managed to have seven kids in eight years and uh, we live out here in our little wannabe homestead, homeschooling them. And yeah, so brings us to where we are today. Yeah, yeah. You're like the original, probably not the original, original like vlogger, but it sounds like you're vlogging before it was officially vlogging. Yeah. Yeah. I remember taking that little eight millimeter camera remember the ones that you see like magnetic tape in them before yeah, yeah. like before the 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 flips remember the flips came yeah. out like later <laughs> those were revolutionary but had like this usb port you just plug right into your computer i didn't yeah <laughs> but anyway i had one of those big cameras and yeah i took it out to restaurants and going out to the park and stuff and no, there was no such thing as good low light on those cameras yeah. for sure yeah 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 no yeah, no not at all started. not at all that's an awesome, I mean, that's a, such an awesome journey. So then I guess it took a little while. That family, like the original vlog, w was there such a thing as being like, you know, monetized or sponsors or like, did you like make money from that original vlog before you sort of created what is yeah. your channel now? Yeah, we got, so that family channel, we, we got invited into the partner program back when it was invite only. 
um, yeah. before they opened it up for, for everyone. So we were one of the first people mm. who got invited into that and, um, and all the cool benefits that came with it, like being able to edit your channel art, <laughs> like that yeah, was right. a feature that only people who are monetized could have stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, I started video creators though, mostly cause I was like, you know, we're reaching our million people a month, but what if I could help other people reach their million a month? Like what kind of impact could I have on the world if I was helping other people? Like I might have a message to spread that could impact a million people a month. But if I could help a thousand other people get to a million a month, like that is way more impact. And I was more interested in, in that than just kind of turning our family vlog into this thing. And plus, as we have more and more kids, um, we got more and more busy and mm -hmm. that wasn't a sustainable thing for our family in the long term. So now it's kind of like the channel's there. It's on the shelf. Uh, a lot of the original videos got taken down because no one thought twice about using copyrighted music and stuff back right. then. <laughs> but uh, so it's there. It's mostly inactive and most of our time is uh, put on video creators now. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's, that's, it's interesting. I mean, you must have so many stories around just the original versions of YouTube and those early days. Mm. And, um, you know, just kind of, you know, even before I got into this space, um, you know, I was, I was on LinkedIn first and you're like one of the first like people, you and like yeah. Owen, you know, uh, Owen video, like yeah, Owen. Carmichael, yeah. learning Darryl's from you guys, you know, Daryl. Yeah. yeah Daryl. Yeah. Sure, I remember so. when the, when there was no such thing as a subscribe thing like subscribing wasn't a feature on youtube and then i remember when they rolled it out it was amazing instead of bookmarking channels i could just in my browser <laughs> i could just subscribe and they'd all be in a feed and the subscribe button was yellow and brown back then oh my so, gosh but uh, yeah lots of lots of things have changed lots of changes lots of changes mm. well um you know you mentioned your channel your business now and your agency so uh mm. would really want to dive into that you know and and you know how you guys are doing like all the things that you guys are doing because i think you know from from an outsider's point of view anyway it looks like you guys have really you know turned youtube as sort of like this leads and and sales machine for your agency um you know i i remember you talking about this on your podcast yesterday that i was listening to with cliff um is that you know youtube is sort of like top of funnel and then you have your podcast as well where it sounds like more people are actually connecting with you there and um turning yeah. into more solid clients but yeah, I guess I would just, you know, love to hear um, sort of your strategy around that. And like when you started putting all of these pieces into place for um, using video as a lead magnet and like bringing, you know, new business to you guys. Yeah. So from the very beginning, I mean, there's there's a couple of different ways to monetize YouTube and you're familiar with all of them. I know. But, you know, some people are doing the affiliate marketing thing. Some people are just doing ad revenue or sponsorships. And that's part of the beauty of it. There's a lot of different ways to do it. The way that makes, that made most sense to me, um, is, and this is true, I think, especially for some, like channels that have potentially smaller audiences um, where you're, you're not going to monetize, make a whole lot with ads just because you don't have the volume there. But that doesn't mean the value that you're offering is not significant. It just means like there's just, you know, when I was doing YouTube back then, there just weren't a whole lot of people who were trying to figure out how to grow on YouTube. So I, to, in order to make it work, I had to go with a product model where I deliver like one X the value that my potential customer wants um, on YouTube and in podcasts and you know social media content for free. 
And then I sell 10x that exact same value that they want, but in a format that they're willing to pay for. And so for me, I'm, I'm video creators. I started off with, um, remember when eBooks were a thing? <laughs> that's, yeah. That's, that's what I used at first. And so it was, uh, I wrote an eBook called 30 Days to a Better YouTube Channel. And having worked with other channels prior to launching video creators, uh, I knew I needed to launch this like with a clear target audience, clear value proposition, and a, a content that was going to bring in those people who wanted that value, and then a product to sell that those people wanted that was 10x the value of what they were getting on the on the channel. And so that book put, basically put everything to a step by step: do this, do that, then do this, the right thing, the right way, in the right order to get the right results uh, process. And I still, I mean, it's been updated many times, um, but, and now it's a video course instead of an ebook, but the title of that, that flagship, that training material stayed the same. And so, yeah, I monetized it primarily by launching with, with a product that was aligned with the value proposition of, of the channel. Oh, that makes sense. So, um, you know, so then, so then you would share bits of that product on YouTube and then essentially drive people to the product or how, what was sort of the, 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 the funnel, I guess, you know? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so the, the funnel was that we would, the content strategies, like we would give people, um, we would, we would give them material content that would solve a problem or a challenge that they were facing or, or something like that. But then right. if people want like the full step-by-step -step version, like we would give, all of our best information away for free, but then right. we would always sell the process of like, if you want to watch the 4,000 videos on my channel, you can, or you can pay this fee, go to this course, and we'll just spell it out for you step by step and cut out all the fluff. Yeah. Mm. So when we work with our with our clients now, we work with them it, it, when the goal is to sell product. Mm -hmm. um, yep. Uh, even if it's not to sell product, we still follow a pretty cool, we call the three bucket strategy in terms of content of like how we use YouTube to grow sales and to drive traffic and, and revenue, um, mm -hmm. primarily in off YouTube types of ways, whether that be affiliates or that be sales or products or services or, or whatever. Um, because what we saw the mistake, a lot of mark, a lot of creators and marketers were making on YouTube. I don't know why, because like, they don't make we don't make this mistake anywhere else. But for some reason, when it comes to YouTube, like we want every, we have like 15 goals for every video we make. We want every video to one get a lot of views and also rank number one. And we wanted to get a lot of comments and we wanted to get a lot of likes and we want it to be an evergreen video that gets lots of views for all of time. And we want it to. Uh, go big on Reddit and we wanted to uh, generate a lot of traffic and leads to our website and generate like you can't do you can't successfully accomplish all those different goals with one piece of content. Right. It's just like you become the Swiss Army knife that does a lot of things, but nothing well. And so our strategy instead has been like, let's define let's let's design and craft each piece of content, each video we do with a specific goal. And this video is designed to only do one thing, right? And so we're taking this from like sales pages that says like, if you're trying to sell something, don't put like tons of checkout, like links and features and like other things, like just like make it super clear that this is the thing you want. This is the action you take. 
like on Amazon, that's clear. Like, you know, if you want this thing, this is the action you take. And so we were trying to do that with, with uh, our, our videos. So we're, we divide it into three buckets. Like every single one of the videos you make needs to fall into one of these three buckets. Yeah. Uh, the first bucket being discoverable content. And so we're going to make a video that's starting with title and thumbnail before we even hit record and then crafting the first couple seconds of that content to pick up where that title thumbnail left off to really increase the tension and the curiosity that that title thumbnail uh, set. And no one needs to know or care about who you are or anything just to be intrigued and curious and click on that video and get into the content. Um, and that's probably be a little bit higher produced content piece of content um, because you want this to you know, hopefully this will be representing you for a long time. And the, the only goal that video is to get, yeah, someone who's never heard of you to click out of curiosity, watch. And then the only call to action at the end of that video is to get someone to click and watch another video on like the end screens uh, primarily. And so there's no ending language in that video. Like hope this was helpful. See you later. We're not letting the viewer go. We're like saying, but then the next thing you need to know to really do this thing is like this thing, click right here, put together a short playlist for you. It's going to give you, you know, the, the top four videos that you really need to watch in order to accomplish this thing. Click here. I'll, I'll see you in that next video. Right. Yeah. So the whole goal of that video is to get someone to watch more. So we're not asking them to comment. We're not asking them to subscribe. We're not asking them to smash any like buttons or whatever. <laughs> we're not like, we're not, there's only one action I want you to take. And that is click here and watch more. Because for a video to become discoverable on homepage and search results, one of the best signals that YouTube looks for is do they, like, what videos do they watch next after watching this video? And if you can get someone to watch three, four, five of your videos in a row, you are definitely going to be on the homepage for that person for the next like week. You're going to be suggested next to any other video you're watching on, on, on YouTube. So it's just, it's more valuable to stay in front of that person on YouTube than it is to get someone to passively click a little red button that most people don't even go to the subscription feeds anyway these days. So, mm. um, so that's the discoverable. Does that make sense in terms of that what we're doing sense. there? Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So yeah. So we're making those videos just to go out and get new, new people. The second bucket is a community bucket. And these are videos that are not designed to go big. These are not intended to get millions of views necessarily. These are videos that are intended just to engage my existing audience. And it's to nurture the relationship I have there. So the, so the goal of this bucket is to grow the no like and trust factors with the audience you currently have. So you'll publish this video, probably a little more low key, you know, a little more casual. You're going to publish this video and in, you know, a week or two from now, it's probably not getting that many views anymore. And that's totally fine because it hopefully just engaged the current audience you have and your analytics will be a high like returning viewer metric as opposed to like new viewers metric, which is what you're looking for discoverable. And, uh, and the only call to action on that video is now is a little bit more of an ask than watch more. Now we're asking them to like engage in some way. And that can look different ways for different channels, but you know, the, the easiest one is like comment. And so what I don't mean is like comment, let me know what you think, or it's, it's like try to foster community now of people who are like engaging with you and your brand. So it's more of like a, this is how I solve this problem. But like, I know, like I learn from you guys all the time, 
like in the comments. You guys are so amazing. Thank you so much for being a part of this community. If you have like other ideas of how you would solve this, like comment down there, leave those down there. I'm really looking forward to learning from you. And like, if you're trying to figure out other ideas for how to do this, like read those comments down there. You're going to learn a lot more from them than you probably got from this video. You guys are like, just like really hype it up. Like this is all about us engaging. And, uh, and that's the only thing, the only action there. You're still not asking them to subscribe or smash mm -hmm. any buttons. It's just the clear <laughs> one singular action I want you to take is now you've watched some more of my content. Now I want you to take the next level and start interacting with me. Right. So that that's makes good. sense in terms of community. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. So is that, is that more like a live stream? Like that it can be, you would lean yeah. into a live stream or yeah. So you got that interaction. Yeah. 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 Yeah, live streaming is an amazing community tool. Um, it's not a great discoverable, discoverable tool, no, which some people, no. again, get confused and they're like, it's hurting my channel. I'm like, no, you're just trying to like drive nails with a rake. You know, it's, yeah. if the tool just isn't, you're not using the tool for what it was designed for. Right, <laughs> um, there's nothing right. wrong with the tool. So, yeah. Yep. That's good. And That's then good. the third bucket, the final bucket, well, it's actually a fourth, but. Most people don't need the fourth. The third bucket is is sales videos. And so the sales bucket is it's, it's not a commercial. This buck this video is you're still delivering good value, but the only call to action on this video now is to get people to click buy, download, sign up, register, like whatever the case is, like click the link down there, get off of YouTube and you're intentionally trying to end the viewing session. Now, 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 when people try to make a discoverable video and then also in the viewing session, they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot because like one of the signals YouTube looks for is how much longer do people spend say on YouTube as a result of this video. And if the video is actually effective at ending the viewing session, then it's less likely to be discoverable, at least to its full potential that it otherwise could have been. So we um, try to separate that, put that in just in a sales video and, and it's still good content, but it leads to creating tension in, in, in the viewer's mind. It's like, uh, oh, how do, so for, let me use an example. Like, so for me, I'll do a video like, um, like a lot of creators don't realize this, but sub for sub is actually grounds for termination. Uh, having your yep. YouTube channel terminated. It's like right there in the terms of service. And so the, I do a video like, um, sub for sub can get your ch your channel uh, terminated, and so I the video opens like here's the, like look it is right here like sub for sub is you know don't do that it's a dangerous way to grow your channel you're working so hard like don't put it at risk um, so how do you grow your YouTube channel in a way that actually is proven to work and very sustainable it grows over time well I put together a six step a six step structure for you to follow and I'm giving it to you for free in this free guide that you can download at the link right below this video. You just can give me your email and it's going to go through the, and I'm going to give it like a good solid two minute pitch, you know, because the goal yeah. is to get them to click and leave YouTube. And again, that video is probably not going to perform amazingly well in the long run, but the discoverable videos are bringing new people into my channel. The community content is engaging them. And now when the sale is asked and presented, they're in a better spot to actually convert rather than their very first exposure to me in a discoverable video. So it converts really high. And then I sometimes leave those videos public, but sometimes after you know a week or two, I just unlist them because mm -hmm. they did what they were supposed to do. And now they're no longer showing up on the channel. Mm -hmm. And then that I will sense. do another sales video again sometime later when the, when the time is right. That so sense. that makes sense. Yeah, that's the basic three bucket strategy of how we move people from 
like uh, from finding us to engaging with us, knowing like and trusting us and being in a spot where they're now ready to buy. It's basically the same thing that you're probably used to in email marketing. You have a lead magnet that gets people in high value, like a lot of work went into making this thing amazing. And then you have a nurturing campaign for maybe four or five emails that like nurtures that relationship. This is who we are. But it's also saying like, here's the bigger problem you have that we can help um, th- that you have identifying the problem. And then email maybe five, for example, is now asking for the sale. And so we're just sense. kind of following that same process on our channel. Yeah, that makes sense. Laying it out like that makes a lot of sense. Like I'm, I'm curious now, I guess, cause you hide, you will tend to unlist the sales video, but like, I guess looking back at your channel, what's, what's like the breakdown of, you know, sort of like, is it yeah. 40% discoverable videos and like 40%, 40, 40, 20, or what's the yep. sort of split? There? It depends on what the, the goal, like what the channel is trying to accomplish. So mm, if they're, let's sense. say they're, I, I worked with one guy earlier today and he just felt stuck, you know, and he's like, I'm not getting momentum. And it's cause he was honestly just kind of doing a lot of community videos. They, right. they there's a lot of friction for a first time viewer to want to watch and get into one of those those videos so for him to spark growth like he really needed to focus more on discoverable content and for a channel like his be totally appropriate for him just to do a bunch of discoverable videos and not do any community videos for a while Mm -hmm. um but then the other channels that are like hey we got high monthly views but they're not converting into subscribers uh, on our channel well then that case it like likes double down on some community stuff um, because they're getting good value, but they don't really care about you enough to actually come back. Or if it's like, hey, I've, I've got good channels growing and I've got a good community here and I just feel like it was an opportunity to monetize it better. Like, all right, then like, have you done sales? No sales, right? That so is, yeah. if on an average channel, we would say like, if you're doing four, one video a week, four videos a month, I would say maybe two, two discoverable, one community and one sales every month. But like I said, it's really kind of flexible. It depends on what the channel needs. No, I like I like the way you put that together because like I think you know it's uh it it's easy to then understand which levers you should be like mm-hmm. cranking up. Like hey, we're we're kind of lacking here or weak here. Let's do more of this, and then separating and categorizing your videos into that. Because I think a lot of creators kind of look at their videos as like one type of video. You know, let's get more views. Mm, yes. You know. Yes. And um, yeah, they're, they're not thinking the way you're thinking. It's like, okay, this this video has specific intentions and goals for it, and so, mm-hmm. um, and then unlisting it is brilliant. Um, so I guess this is sort of like being in the game for so long. This is and growing your channel. Is this is this? Do you think this is sort of one of the ways that you guys have not? killed the channel in terms of like being too salesy and and sending traffic off of your channel to your lead magnets and things yeah so yes is the answer to the question yeah yeah, <laughs> so, yeah i kind of answered like, the you, question. You, to give you an example of that uh we worked with one guy um he had a or yeah had i don't think he had, i think he shut down his channel but he had a crypto uh, channel, currency channel. And yep. he was just stuck at 80,000 subscribers. And he's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, this is such a hot topic right now. I should be getting more traction than I am. And he was doing one video every weekday. So five videos a week. And every video, the call to action ended up being to buy his course on mm-hmm. cryptocurrency. And so after spinning his wheels for a while, um, he's like, uh, we walk, we walked through the, the, the three bucket strategy with him and he's like, Tim, so you're telling me I'm going to go from selling currently 20 times a week 
to four times a week and I'm supposed to make more money. <laughs> and we're like, yes. What a He's concept, like, right? Yeah. I know. He's like, okay. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to do this. And, you know, but and that's the, and maybe parenthetically here, one of the, the, the way reasons like we have to charge people money is so that they actually do what we say. Cause if it's free right. advice, they won't do it. Right. right so right. thankfully he's like, all right, I'm in, I paid, like, I don't want to waste it. So I, I'm going to do it. So I'm more committed and they follow your advice. So anyway, so he does that. Um, and so he ended up doing, uh, two discoverable videos a week, two community videos a week and one sales video every, every week. Nice. I think his sales video nice. was like every Friday. It was like a sales video basically. And, I'm, and here again, like sales videos does not mean low value. Like this is just a sales, but it's still high value content that leads into, and that's why you need to buy this thing, right? Pitch. And then it's a, like a two or three minute, like good sales video, just pitching that thing. But it doesn't mean the content value is low. So it's not a commercial necessarily. So no one's getting mad or angry like that he's making this content because it's still good value. All right. So so the very next month, uh, his channel, uh, 5X growth in every way. He wow. His channel nice. grew. His, his, his monthly views went up. 5x and his because of that his sales went up 5x so he was doing about twenty thousand dollars a month in sales for his online course and in the very next month doing this he went to a one hundred thousand dollars in sales and it wow. sounds awesome but if you think about it it's like it makes sense because all he was doing was selling to the same audience over and over and over again and right. so every month he was like losing a few audience members and picking up a few more here and there, but there wasn't mm -hmm. anything intentionally going out and getting new people in. New people. And, and then even those videos were like always asking for the sale. And those people are like, whoa, bud, I, you know, it's my first time here. Like, I'm not ready yeah. to buy from you yet. So like it was kind of, he was just selling to the same audience over and over and over again. But as soon as we separated like these goals and, and objectives for the, each video into different buckets, then his discoverable videos are bringing in new people who then started engaging with the community content who then were actually ready for the sale when he asked for it and they actually converted really high. So, um, yeah, so people are just like, oh, I'm trying to, yeah, it makes sense. Like you're selling the that same makes people so over much and over sense. again. Yeah, yeah, that makes, like, I mean, that makes so much sense, right? And so but, but you wouldn't make a funnel on your channel. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's, I think that's like Docker. such important advice. And so hopefully, yeah, if you guys are listening to this, I think start thinking about the content you guys are, uh, you know, creating and put them in these three buckets. So uh, very, very good. Uh, Tim, before I let you go, uh, I need to ask you, what is, you know, with all the sales things that are happening and all you're seeing on YouTube and the way that people are selling on YouTube, what is one tip, you know, one, one thing they should, you know, that you're seeing people should stop doing, um, you know, when they're trying to use YouTube as a, as part of their sales, you know, process. Oh man, that's a good question. Um, well, I think I talked about one of them, which is like, stop trying to sell and get subscribers and commenters and ranking and Too many like on one video. Yeah. Just like design the content to accomplish exactly what you want it, what it's supposed to be accomplished. One thing. All right. So I think that that's kind of like a big step forward for a lot of people. I think mm -hmm. the other thing is, and this is probably more of a, this is a, like a sales one-on-one -on -one thing, but a lot of creators yeah. don't, like haven't learned sales. They just think that asking people to subscribe will get them to su subscribe. But I'm like, when was the last time you subscribed because someone asks you to? Like you That's don't, right. like <laughs> you know, no one does yeah. that. So um, 
it's it's when when you pitch your channel like and so maybe put sales in quotation marks when you're pitching or selling your channel or and remove the quotation marks when you actually are selling a product um the 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 what most creators even on, on their brand deals what they do is they just assume that if i have an audience people will buy right. and that I can tell you, I've made that mistake so many times, especially in the early days. And it's just flat out not true. What mm -hmm. people actually don't, they don't care if you have something to sell or a sponsor you want them to go check out or whatever. What they really want is, is to know, is this thing going to help solve a problem for me? And so when you create like the online course, so you create the, the, the library of, of, of video content that they can get into that solves that problem people still tend to sell the what and not the why they, they sell the, the features and not the benefits. Right. And that's kind of a, like a, like a sales one-on-one thing for anyone who knows sales. They've heard that before, but I just still see it so commonly. People are like go through my course. There's seven, there's seven modules and, mod, and lesson number one is this and lesson number two is that. And it's over four hours of content like in this course. And, and I'm like, dude, no one cares about no how cares. long it is, how many modules they are. there are. All they want to know is like, if you go through this step-by-step -step process in 31 days and you do every teaching and you do every assignment in there, you do this process this way, you yeah. will have a highly subscribable channel that is poised for massive growth. Like yeah. that's way different than me saying it's 31 days. <laughs> it's I don't even know how long that course is, but you know, you get the idea. Like, so pitch yeah. the value, the reward. And that comes down to actually, like we said in the very beginning, knowing who your target audience is and what they want. Um, mm -hmm. and, and pitching them a solution to that. That's not based on features. That's based on like, yeah, here's the value that you're going to get and the pain it's going to solve for you. And the thing is going to unlock for you and, and selling that, that benefit, the reward rather than the, the what and the features. The features. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's great advice. It's great advice. A lot of people that do go on YouTube, I find, and like they just want to create commercials, you know, and, yeah. um, and not educate anybody and, and bring value. So that's it's a great reminder, right? We should all yeah. be doing that properly. Even, and, and, even uh, when they want to, oh, sorry. No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. No, even when they get someone to want to subscribe, it's still like subscribe so you don't miss a video or subscribe so you. Yeah, because I make gaming videos or subscribe for our family vlogs or whatever. I'm like, yeah, you and like a thousand other channels could say the exact same thing, you know. But if it's like subscribe because we're a family who believes that every person matters, including you. Well, that's way different. Yeah, that's better, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's like that's like a creed. There's like a belief wrapped up in that, you know. Yeah, or or yeah. subscribe because we play games to to escape the mundane life and turn it into. I don't know, extraordinary life. I don't know, that's lame. But you get the idea. So, like the, the benefit someone yeah. actually wants. They want to feel like they belong or they're hanging out with friends or a community or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So same, yeah, same no, thing that's there. That's great. Great advice. Great advice and uh, great content. Tim, thank you so much for your time. You're always so generous oh, yeah. with your time Thanks and you know, lending your advice. Um, what's the best place for folks to catch your content, maybe even work with you and kind of explore what that looks like, your podcast, all that stuff? Yeah, well, if you're yeah, you're you're if you're in the uh, a podcaster person, you can join our podience. We call them nice. Uh, it's, <laughs> some people hate that word, but I think it's hilarious. I'm just owning it. It's the podience, <laughs> and uh, yeah, just search 
wherever you listen to your podcast, just search for video creators. You can find us there. We have a weekly episode that just goes more in depth about, uh, it's, it's, it's oriented for people who already have 100,000 subs on their channel and are on their way to a million. Usually the thing that got you at 100,000 is not the thing that's going to get you to a million. And so we talk about the next level tactics and strategies to get to a million subscribers and seven figures in revenue on your channel. So check it out and be a good place to start. Amazing. Thank you, Tim. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Make sure you're subscribed to the show so you don't miss any new episodes as they're published. And if you want to learn more about Uscreen for your business or maybe you want to join our affiliate partner program, head over to uscreen.link slash podcast to get more information. And I'll see you in the next episode.